And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Jackson, I think we need to fly through this episode and make sure that your Wi-Fi doesn't go out. Yeah, let's, let's do that. I don't, I don't know if it has enough HP to last for a long time like last time. What's actually kind of funny is, as you said, yeah, your voice kind of cut a little bit. <laughs> of fucking course it did. We talk for like almost an hour before the show and everything's fine. It's only when we actually need it to record that everything goes to fucking shit. As soon as you hit record, my Wi-Fi starts like freaking out like, oh, fuck. I didn't know I was on the spotlight here. Your Wi-Fi is a super bitch. <laughs> it's a demon. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> I think on that note, let's get the show on the road. Let's go to news. So the early November and the movie life are co-headlining a brand new tour where the early November is going to be performing their 2003 debut album, The Room's Too Cold, in its entirety. And then also the movie life is going to be playing tracks from their brand new album that's coming out September 22nd on Rise Records. It's called Search of a Heart. Now, I highly doubt I am going to this tour here but that does not mean that you shouldn't yeah same here I, I don't see me going to something like this but i can see this being really good news for fans absolutely next up on the tour front we have more announcements for self-help fest as you know they are doing it in multiple locations this year and i really don't want to go through the list because they're not coming anywhere near me yeah same here it just makes me jealous yeah exactly so look if you want to know who's going to be on each leg of the self-help tour, go check it out. But it does not help any of us because there are too many awesome bands on it, and I'm super jealous. Yeah, all you got to know is that it's a really good lineup and that you don't want to miss it if you're there. And now, the tour that we've all been waiting for. Suicide Silence is going on tour. Oh, <laughs> get that shit out of here. But hold on, though. They are going on tour to do the 10-year anniversary tour of The Cleansing. There we go. So, yeah, I would imagine they'll play some of the new stuff as well, unfortunately. But that's actually <laughs> a good album. No, yeah, that, that is a good album, and that's a good tour, I'm sure. I don't know if I could stomach the new stuff, though. Well, you could just get, like, really, really good earplugs whenever the new stuff comes on. Or you could just leave, because I'm sure it'd be towards the end anyways. No, knowing them, they'd, like, interdisperse it between <laughs> each one of the <laughs> they need people to hear it live yeah and i guess also it looks like they might be going back into the studio to start recording their next new album as well oh shit do you think it'll be like you know in their little project still or do you think they're going back to deathcore i don't know man i don't know but i'm pretty sure aren't we supposed to be like nicer about stuff or something oh yeah don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to totally like everything that anyone does ever. Yep. So, yeah. Ever I, I I never thought I'd say this on the show, but I love the new Suicide Silence. It's so fucking amazing. <laughs> Conformity. Conformity. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my top memories of this fucking show. <laughs> it's just you going on about that fucking song. No, man, it never happened. I was super nice all the time. He loved that song. I love it. So good. 
I hope they continue to make more bad music. Oh, wait, did I say that? Shit. I mean, I want them to make more good music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and last tour announcement, which is the one I'm most excited for, is Motionless and White, Amity Affliction, and Miss May I are hitting the States. I'm crossing my fingers that this is going to be the first time I get to see Amity Affliction live. Oh, man. I hope so, too. Thank you, man. I, I need the support. I've, I've missed them like three times when they come to Dallas, and it's it's such a fucking bummer because it's, you know, it's like I'm getting all these opportunities to see them, an Australian band, and, you know, I've been given all these chances, and I pass up every single fucking time. Well, it's always weird that there's a UK band that always is touring at the same time in Dallas when the Amity Affliction is on, and that's Coldplay. So you've just chosen Coldplay every time. So all we can hope. A fucking dick. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm just crossing my fingers that they don't show up again on tour. Yeah, me, me too. Or 21 Pilots. Oh, yeah, that's right. They take you away from good music as well. Exactly. Now you're getting it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're supposed to be in Worcester at some time in October, I believe. So if I can make it down there, I definitely will. It just is a shitty drive. That's all. But I am hoping that I can make it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be worth it. So in some sadder news, it turns out that Old Wounds has lost another member. Co-founding member Brandon Gallagher has now left the band. And this is only, I want to say like five, six months maybe after... Their original singer, Kevin, also left the band. And believe it or not, Kevin was not actually the original lead singer. Brandon was, but he went back and he played drums. And then Kevin took over, but then Kevin left. And now Brandon, who went to replace Kevin, he is now leaving the band as well. So I don't know what's going on with Old Wounds, but apparently they can't keep vocalists. And I don't know what's going on. That fucking sucks. And especially such a key part of the band. I mean, of course, every part is very important. But when you lose a vocalist, you use you lose a major sound, you know, you know, that gives your identity. So, I mean, it really does suck to keep up with a band that keeps completely changing, you know, with every new vocalist. Yeah, man. And he goes on in it. I have the feeling that he did not want to leave the band, really. Because his statement is not that unapologetic to them, I guess. He talks about how he's proud <laughs> of everything they made up until now and that he's decided to step away from the band and then goes on to talk about the multitude of other bands that he's going to be in. And now he doesn't technically motherfuck them, but it's not good. It's not like he, I don't think he said, I wish them the best in what they're going to be doing. So this is a little up in the air. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, this wasn't your basic, you know, band leaving breakup letter or anything like that. This it sounded like there's a little heat behind it, but whatever, man. We're we're just gonna move on with that. Yeah, I'm seeing them on the farewell Vanna show, so I guess oh. I'll see how that turns out. I don't know unless they drop off of it before that time, but who knows? Who knows? And next up, we got Winds of Plague are finishing up on their new album, and this is good news for. Winds of Plague fans. I personally have not heard of them. Um, I'm sure we'll keep this on the radar, you know, being a the kick-ass album review show that we are. Wouldn't you say so yourself, Mr. Ian? Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. 
I need to warm up to that a little bit. I was feeling like my voice wasn't there for that first part of news, but now I'm just like mm. feeling it. Kicking it. There you go. Feeling it. Do, 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 do. I'm feeling it. Oh, okay. Go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went there. I did it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> On an unrelated note, it turns out that hip hop is now the most listened to genre in the motherfucking United States of America. Who the fuck cares? Well, I guess if it means that rock is losing money, I guess that's when I care. But I think we talked about this off air a bit. I'm with you. I thought that hip hop was already listened to more than rock. Yeah, uh, that yeah, I definitely thought that for a long time. Uh, you know, just by being a human and having human <laughs> friends. That, I don't have you know, those. Almost... What are those? Please explain. <laughs> what are those? Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's so hard to find people that listen to the same kind of music you are in like a public setting. You know what I mean? Unless you go to things like emo night. If you go anywhere, I mean, no one listens to the fucking music we listen to. I mean, well, they do, but it's rare. You know what I mean? I thought hip hop has been past this genre for a long time. But I mean, now they have confirmation, I guess, and whatever. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it besides that. I guess I already thought this. Happened? Happened. Like finishing your thoughts there? It's like finishing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you're going with that. So anyways, I will mention also, though, that it turns out 40% of all album sales are rock music, though. To that, I can see. Like 38% of that is Nickelback. <laughs> Just so you're aware. <laughs> now, where did you get that? I don't know, from being intelligent. Oh, a bold statement there putting two and two together you know okay but i guess that actually brings up a question that we haven't been able to answer yet on the show we have this question from chris where he asks us if our scene music the stuff that we normally talk about on here that we actually like if that could be mainstream jackson would you want it to be mainstream um i don't think it'd bother me like i don't i don't think i'd care like whether it's mainstream or not mainstream to be honest with you I guess it just for me all depended on if anything was going to change like lyric wise or instrument wise. Like if people all of a sudden just started to change the way they made music to fit in more, then it would just become pop music anyway. So then that wouldn't be our genre. So if it was literally just a switch of saying like, hey, the scene music we listen to is now mainstream and pop and country music and, and hip hop, I guess, and whatever aren't popular anymore. I guess I wouldn't have a problem with it either because I don't listen to this music because other people don't listen to it. I listen to the music because I love right. the music. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that I'm that fucked up in the head that I specifically chose <laughs> this music because other people don't listen to it. I don't think I did that, but I could have issues. I probably do. I like how you said, I don't think I'm that fucked up in the head. So like there's, you know, I'm slightly fucked in the head, but I'm not that fucked up in the head. Well, I know when, you know, when kids are young and stuff, a lot of times the way people will rebel is by choosing a different style of music than their parents like, or, you know, goth or metal or whatever, because that's supposed to be quote unquote scarier than other styles of music. So I can understand that people do that when, I, when they're a kid, but they don't normally continue that if they don't love the music. Right. I think the only problem I would have with it for music went mainstream 
is we would become like really oversaturated with bands trying to sound like that. And then we'd get like a lot of shitty music out of it, most likely. But then again, we could get some really good bands out of it. So it's, I don't know. I, I guess bottom line is I really just don't care. I think it, it would it would be good if it was mainstream or if it's not mainstream. Either way, it doesn't change the way we listen to our music. The show wouldn't change. No, the show definitely wouldn't change. I think the only right. main reason why I would like our music to go to mainstream is so that more of the bands that we love got more money. Yeah, that that would be the only positive, I think, to me. You know, bands getting more, you know, recognition than they get. Because a lot of the times, I mean, how many bands do we have on here stations with or that we review their albums that were just like, holy fuck, this is incredible. But they still have to work a part-time job while making this incredible music. When you got all these fucking pop artists that make absolute shit and put no effort into their stuff and have other people do the music for hey, them. Hey, hey, hey. And they make millions. Be nice. Whoa, be I'm nice. Sorry. Man. I went off on a second there. Yeah, be nice. Come on. All right. I wasn't even taking a breath. I was just going. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stopping me. Oh. No problem, man. If anything, I am the voice of reason on this show. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> now, and also. Don't I have to disagree with you again, once again, Jackson, I have to disagree with you and say that, come on, many, many scene artists are very popular because they have APMA awards. So don't forget that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Did you know what AP's tagline for the APMAs is? No. Biggest night in the scene. Oh, man. When we make up catchphrases for the show, for Ian Hates Music, when I say we are the scene, stuff like that, that's being dumb. It's purposefully being really stupid and saying things like that. Because anyone who says that and really means it is a fucking tool. Like, that's just the way it is. Right. So, AP, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, that's fucking funny. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So next up, CJ McMahon of Thy Art is Murder. Guess what, Jackson? He doesn't like a certain word. Is it the same word that I don't like? Oh. Hmm. Would it be? I know seven words that I want to say right now. But I don't think I'm allowed to say them. It's like something about you're not allowed to say them on TV and radio. Oh. Oh, my God. You don't even get that joke because you're a young millennial. Oh, what? Oh, there was something? Please tell me you know what comedian that's from. Uh-uh. Oh. What is it? I should fire you from the show right now. <laughs> what is it? You've never heard of George Carlin before? I've never even heard that name before. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Say it again? Please tell me that's a bit. Say it again? Just break character and tell me that's a bit right now. No, no, no. Say it again. What's the name? George Carlin? No, I really have not heard that name before, ever. We've just <laughs> lost the little bit of street cred that we have. <laughs> oh jackson why should anyone listen to us anymore ouch well shit they've been listening still till now do you know who richard Pryor is i've heard that name oh my god I, i've heard that i've heard that name that one sounds familiar whatever was left of my soul is no longer there damn i was edgy <sighs> all right we're just gonna have to move on because i can't get into this tonight i just can't do it <laughs> I just can't. I I just all I'm of a sorry. sudden lost all of my energy. I'm just <laughs> I'm done. I'm glad I can service that. Will you continue on with this? Yes, we know you like to service things. 
Will we move on <laughs> to the next thing, please? Uh, yeah. So he says that this isn't going to be a deathcore album. I've heard their new songs, and it sounds deathcore to me, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, he doesn't like the him. term deathcore. So I don't know. We're going to play the new track, you know, and new songs. I thought it's black metal, death metal, modern metal, whatever you want to yeah. call it. I mean, I understand why he would want to distance himself from deathcore. The only issue I have is that's what Suicide Silence wanted to do as well. Yeah, and look what happened. But that song from The Art is Murder is nowhere close to anything Suicide Silence. So, uh, And quick spoiler, I liked the Thy Art is Murder track, mm-hmm. but it's fucking deathcore. I mean, come on. I don't see like a huge difference from their other music for him to say that like anymore that he doesn't like it, but still good. We'll let the audience decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. Whatever. Hey, look, he doesn't want to be labeled something. We want to label him something. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. I don't know. So it turns out their new album, Dear Desolation, is coming out August 18th. It's not that much longer to wait. Right. So, good news for you, Mr. Ian. Why is that? Because Deftones have released a trailer for their new beer called Swerve City Beer. What? Here's another thing that you don't know, Jackson. Oh. You actually can't have beer, and maybe even liquor, too. It might be both. You can't get them shipped to Massachusetts. So, it doesn't help me that, <laughs> that this beer is coming out. Unless a distributor... Oh, you can't, you said? You can't. Oh, what? So unless a distributor comes and sells it to bars or, you know, liquor stores or whatever, I can't just go, hey, I want this beer. Let me go buy it from the store, you know, in California or wherever and have them ship it to me. You're not allowed to do that. That's illegal. Oh. It's the same as Stone Cold Steve Austin has his own beer, but I cannot get it because I can't have it shipped to me. I didn't know he had his own beer. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone has their own beer now. (laughs) Do you have your own beer? We're going to, probably. If so, what would you call it? Ian hates beer. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god, it's so generic. It's not generic because I made it up, so it's not generic. But you know what I mean. You need to keep it within the Ian hates brand. So we have Ian hates music, Ian hates conversations, Ian hates movies, Ian hates beer. All things that I love. See, 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 see. See, see. I see. (laughs) See. Come on, you're from Miami. See, see, por favor. So yeah, look, that's all we know about the beer. I've never had it before. If I get out to where they sell it, I would definitely try it just because it is the Deftones. I would give it at least a chance, but who knows? I don't know. I think I've said who knows a lot because I just, I have a lot of questions. Well, who knows? Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering what comedians you know. I'm wondering when you were born. That's what I'm wondering. The comedians I know are like mainstream, and I'm sure you knew that. But hold on, man. So we look, I have to go back to this for a second. I'm going to give you some homework. Uh Uh-oh. I'm definitely going to give you some homework later. But just so you know, whenever someone asks a comedian, who is your all-time favorite comedian? It's most of the time either George Carlin or Richard Pryor. Sometimes there's a Bill Hicks thrown in there. Possibly, like, it's most of the time it's between two or three people. So those are, like, the known best comedian, like, in the whole comedian circuit. Like, that's usually, like, everybody's go answer. Yeah, they're all dead, but they've been around. Like, they were the people that paved the way for other comedians. Gotcha. 
So it would help if you listen to some of their stuff because it's still relevant to this day. Richard Pryor, George Kelligan. <laughs> oh my God. Calgan. The sad Calgan. thing is, Calgan. I would be so proud of you if this was a bit, but I know it's not. <laughs> it's not. George Carlin. Carl Carligan? All right, shut up. That's a bit. Carlin. Okay. Yes. See, I heard it that time. And Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. You seem so upset to get this good news. No, I'm very upset. Like I'm happy that you're going to be opened up to great comedy but you're and educating. stuff. But yeah. You should be happy. I don't know. It seems like that's like my job now for you. So okay, music, movies, you know, Don't comedy. do it again, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just leave me to fucking rot on whatever it is that I'm not educated on. Okay, fine. Let me find out on my own. Well, you ruined a whole bit that I had. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Well, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> Young millennial on the, on the resume millennial. when you ask when you ask for a new co-host on the resume or, and on the on the job requirement list it didn't say must know comedians or whatever. All you need to know now is the new one already does. Okay. okay. I learned my lesson. Believe me, the application process that's already started <laughs> has those things covered. Believe me. <laughs> I'm sure the number one job requirement is Wi-Fi. <laughs> Not ran from potato or some shit like that. Yes, that is absolutely true. <laughs> no Wi-Fi and mic problems. Must exactly. know comedians. Must be, <laughs> you know, must be funny. Oh, see, no, no, no. Well, hold on. See, now you're, now, now you're, now you're being a dick. Yes, that's what the I other tend stuff to do. That was, well, the other stuff can be, you know, there's facts behind it. Now you're just speculating. All right. Must have good music taste. No, now you're speculating again. We like a lot of the same music. All right, we've done this bit a bunch of times. We need to move on. Yes, okay, sorry. So finally, in news for this week, if people remember, we were like, where the fuck is the new Being as an Ocean album? When is it going to finally come out? What's going on with Equal Vision? What's going on? Once again, more questions. What's going on? Who knows? Now it turns out that Being as an Ocean did a Twitter message to people saying that right now they're trying to get the rights to release the album. I have... Once again, no idea what that means, but I'm assuming that they're having some issue with Equal Vision unless there's some outside you know, entity that they sampled from or something that for some reason they would need the rights. I don't know, but I think they would also write something saying like, hey, it's not Equal Vision's fault. We're trying to get this worked out like something, but they are being very, very mysterious with this. Yeah, uh, I, I really hate how vague everything is because like, I think it was like a month or two ago they did the thing where they tweeted saying in regards of questions of the album and then now they're saying you know like a month or two later uh we're trying to get rights to the album and it's like you know we've been waiting a long fucking time they announced this thing early because remember we're it was last year when they announced that they were going to release it in june right that's a fucking early ass announcement you know, for releasing something in June, and we still don't have, you know, the damn album. Being as an Ocean is one of my favorite bands, so this is, like, frustrating to hear because that was my most anticipated album of this year. So it's like, motherfucker, dude, I, I just want the damn thing. And, I, you know, I want details, you know. I hate the whole who knows kind of thing. Well, that's why I'm assuming it's some type of a legal thing that has to deal with Equal Vision because why else would they not be mentioning it? They want to cover their asses, obviously, and they don't want to slander anybody. But it just sucks. I don't know what could be wrong 
and why they would announce it so long ago, then say the album's coming out this date, and now we're over a month away from that date and still know nothing from the band. Like, they go on Warp Tour, and it's not like they announced on stage, like, hey, we have a brand new album coming out now, or, you know, we're dealing with all this stuff from the record label or some outside source. Nothing on it. Yeah, it's almost like if just nothing ever happened. And they even tweeted a picture uh, a while ago of the track listing, and there was, like, 15 songs, and it got me so excited. So, like, they have the music. So excited. I guess they did that to prove that, you know, it's done. Mm-hmm. Man, what the fuck? Did I really want to hear this thing? You just got to wait, man. Just got to wait. All right, guys. That brings us to the end of Scene News. Now it's time for new songs. So first up, we have the band Varsity out of New York City with the song Unity. Apparently, they have announced that their full-length album is called The Death of a Monster, but they still have no idea or have not given us any timeline for when it comes out. Not necessarily similar to Being as an Ocean, but once again, we have no idea. So we will definitely let you know when we know, but let's take a listen. Next up, we've got Across the Atlantic, Playing for Keeps. Their debut album, Works in Progress, comes out September 1st on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got The Bronx with Sore Throat. The new album V, like the letter V, comes out September 22nd on ATO Records. Let's take a listen.
Next up, The Contortionist with Absolve. The new album, Clairvoyant, comes out September 15th on E1 Music. Here we go. Next up, we got Diarda's Murder releasing their new song, The Son of Misery. And this is going to be on their new Dear Desolation album. So, Ian, would you so kindly? Next up, we've got Arch Enemy, The World Is Yours. Their upcoming album, Will to Power, comes out September 8th via Century Media Records. Let's take a listen. Jackson, with that Arch Enemy track, I either picture that I'm fighting a bunch of dragons or that there are a bunch of dragons with me fighting a whole bunch of dipshits. I just want to like jump into battle. <laughs> I like the one of you fighting the dragons better. I don't know. I feel like they'd like me and want to be my friends, though. Why do you say that? I feel like I'm the father of all dragons. Uh, no, you're not. What? No. How no. dare you? Because that would make you related i mean that would make you husband of khaleesi and i'm not okay with that so why i called dibs no i'm not okay with it i I just like i didn't need that image do you not understand how dibs works i i don't care the mechanics of the dibs how dare you 
Not only do you not know who George Carlin and Richard Pryor are, but you also don't follow the rule of dibs? In this situation, no. Do you follow shotgun rules at least? Oh, dude, you have to. Oh, okay. Phew. Jeez, man. I thought anarchy and this whole fucking civilization were falling apart. All right. I just, <laughs> I needed to make sure. All right. That's fine. No, that's, that's blood code. All right. Shut up, you weirdo. Next song. <laughs> and next up, we got Heavy Hearts releasing their new song, Unravel Your Love. They just signed with Failure by Design Records, and they got a pretty good new track. Ian, would you so kindly? Next up, the band Black Garden with Fall Apart. On a personal note, this is a band consisting of previous Award Within vocalists as well as previous Award Within guitarists and guitarist of Desires, Alex Brisby. I've been a fan of his for a long time, and this is his brand new band. I'm not sure what the plan is. I'm hoping for brand new music and you know an EP, maybe even a full length, but right now, this is their brand new track, Fall Apart. Let's take a listen. So once again, make sure you check out Black Garden. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they end up doing, you know, what direction they go in and if they continue making music because I like that and I hope they continue on. Yeah, same here. This was a really good track in my opinion. I thought it was just really talentful. Like that guy's voice I thought was amazing. I loved the structure of the song. It had the perfect amount of softness and, you know, just you know, the, the screen, like, I just loved all of them, man. I thought it was really catchy and just super awesome. Yeah, man. It's really good. And last up, we got Canadian Softball releasing their new song, Ohio is for Emo Kids. And this is going to be off of their new album, Awkward and Depressed, which comes out July 28th. Ian, please play that.
Oh, man. I wanted to continue to hear that for the rest of the way through. Dude, like, seriously, that is that fucking song had me feeling some type of way when I heard it. I was just like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. I love it when he does those medleys. I think this is his second or third one. Yeah. And I just fucking love it, man. It, it's It's so special. It's genius. That's the whole thing. Like, you can look on YouTube and you can find plenty of people that are like, hey, look at all these pop punk songs that go together and they kind of blend them and everything. And then they, they choose their favorite lyric or whatever works in the track and they go on. If you notice, and I hope you were listening, it's all made up lyrics that are all humorous about when we all used to listen to emo music when we were kids. Right. And like you said, it's fucking genius. And Holy shit, man. Jared is really fucking talented. And I think that's the main thing that I take away from all this. It's like whenever I'm done listening to these singles that he's releasing, I'm just like, dude, this shit fucking takes talent. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's him and Johnny Frank, man. They get together and they change the pitch of the voice and everything. And they get everything to sound correct. And it just works out so fucking well. Like, I just loved every part of that track. You know, how funny the lyrics were. There's a part where they're yelling... You know, we're going to miss from first to last. We're going to miss from first to last. And I just, (laughs) I remember saying things like that. Like, it's just fucking really, really good. So I can't wait for this album. This album's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and I just love how, like, when I started it from the very beginning to the end, I just have, like, the smile on my face. No, absolutely. I probably listened to that track a thousand times. And it's worth every single time. It really is. So, yeah. I am looking forward to that next week for sure. But that brings us to the end of new songs. So Jackson, I think we got to redo our whole APMAs bit because last week it all got screwed up. (laughs) Yuck. I know, I know. But we got to give the people what they want. Yeah, I guess. All right, Jackson. So the biggest night in the scene happened last week at the Alternative Press APMA Awards. Andy Biersack was the head honcho, the host with the most, the host that barely got any jokes off that actually landed. And you and I had our post coverage actually the night that it happened. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties and everything we recorded was not worth playing. So we're going to re-talk about this again and have fun making the same exact jokes to each other. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> I want to fucking push through this. It's torture. No, no, we definitely will. Now I do, actually. Now I do. Now I officially 
hate it. I used to like get mad at it, like you know, like it was like an X or whatever. Now I fucking hate it. <laughs> like an X. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like an X after a while. Let me at least ask you this. Did you watch any of it? Like we had it on the background while we were doing the show, but later on, did you go back and watch any of the performances? I watched one. Which one? MGK. Pretty fucking terrible, am I right? That was fucking ridiculous. I oh man, I, I went back to watch it. I wanted to see what apparently this man has a band now. <laughs> and I wanted to see what an MGK is about. And I oh man, I don't know. It's 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 what you'd expect when I say MGK has a band now. <laughs> well don't forget his drummer was nominated for best drummer in an upcoming category. Oh man, and, and man, did I see that amazing drumming. Oof. I love that the crowd was just having none of it. And isn't he from Ohio? Like, isn't he from Cincinnati <laughs> or Cleveland or one of the two? And the crowd just had nothing for him. But then, then again, though, I did watch like the opening monologue by Andy Biersack, and I did watch some of the other performances, and the crowd really wasn't into much of it. I understand because it really wasn't very good. Like, look, I love Pierce the Veil, so when they did Circles, I thought that was a very good, you know, live version of that song because I've seen them live. I'm sure they're probably sick and tired of it. They've been touring nonstop since Misadventures came out, but I think they did a good job. But when they did that tribute to Chris Cornell with Black Hole Sun, I did not think that was the right song for them to play. Yeah, it doesn't fit them well. I didn't see it, but I, I would imagine, you know. I wanted it to be amazing. Like, I wanted to start crying watching it, but that's not the same range and it's a completely different style and it just doesn't capture the raw emotion that Black Hole Sun is. So it's very strange to see that. And I flipped around. I watched the other ones too. Most people did an okay job. I think they had some production issues from time to time. I just remember Andy Beersack's jokes like never landing. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. He even did a bit, man, where it was like oh, man. words you shouldn't say at the APMAs. It was so really, really terrible. Like, I wasn't kidding when I said before, like, I think I could host that show. I don't think there'd be any difference for me getting up there except that I'm 6'5". <laughs> was it better than uh, Jack Bracket Attack and Alex Bracket <laughs> Attack and Attack, whatever their last names are? Honestly, I don't think so, because at least they could work off of each other. Oh, that's really bad to hear, man. Yeah, I know. I would have never thought that. Like, I have nothing against Andy Biersack. Like, literally nothing against him. I actually yeah, like either. a lot of Black Veil Bride stuff, and I get made fun of a lot for it, but I like a lot of their stuff. I think he has a good voice for talking. I'm not as much a fan of when he does, like, slower stuff. Like, he did that duet with Juliet Sims later on in the night, and that was really awkward. Like, it seemed like they had no chemistry and they're married. <laughs> like, they realized, oh, yeah. they realized that the song was not going well. And then she was having trouble hitting her notes. And she's a really great vocalist, too. So I don't know what was going on. I think the APMA just need to stop. <laughs> Seriously, they just need to stop. It's sad. The shit show. Let's just go through them. I, I just, obviously, we had it on the background. We were waiting for them to finish so we could get the winner's list, and then we were going to talk about it. But I did go back and watch some of it, and I just was thoroughly unimpressed. But maybe that's because we are the scene. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, best vocalist, Lynn Gunn of Pivris. 
okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it as well. I think the main thing we have to mention is we didn't like the list of nominees anyways. Right. I would have preferred Keith Buckley of Every Time I Die, but what are you going to do? Yeah, same here, especially regarding, you know, our music, man. I don't know. I, I just, she she's more of a, like, their music isn't really that much poppy because it doesn't really hit the mainstream. But it at does the same now. time. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's in the same vein. So I don't think they should be winning, you know, basically seen awards. Like, I don't know. It just seems out of place, but whatever. I, I guess good for her. I still like her. <laughs> yeah, I like her too. I think she's very talented. No doubt about that. But yeah, I don't think she should have won that award either. But then again, what does it really matter, I guess? What does it fucking matter? <laughs> the Scully. Oh, thank God. She got a Scully. <laughs> you say Scully really, really weird. Scully? I thought it was Scully. Like Mulder Scully? and Scully. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Neither do I care. All right. So who cares? Because every time I die, get their win back. When Jordan Buckley wins for best guitarist, yay! See, I, I I could go with that. I was surprised they didn't give it to I Prevail. Obviously, <laughs> muting power chords is very difficult. So yeah, and it's very very difficult. Remember, you got to keep that guitar really clean and not wet, and that's one of the reasons why they couldn't sign things at Warp Tour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, they're they're prepping it for the Scully. <laughs> it's a shame they lost it. Ugh. Next up, we got best drummer Frank Zumo of Sum 41, because why would you not give it to Dance Gavin Dance? Yeah, it's not like their music is very intricate and, you know, different and, you know, talented and, you know, not the same shit every album. I mean, of course not. No, of course not. Why wouldn't you give it to a pop punk band that's trying to be a hair metal band? It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. And they just released a new album that was fucking all over their alternative press scene music magazine whatever the fuck they pushed that shit like a motherfucker and then of course jp in parentheses rook capaletti of mgk did not win which i was super shocked about yeah same here because that guy's got fucking mad talent man you know being the drummer for a rapper shit i saw him like perform behind a tarp and then you could only see the silhouette and i was like holy shit that guy can drum it was good <laughs> <laughs> insane once again why would you ever nominate a deathcore band or some other style of band that uses double bass and really really works hard to make time signatures that are just fucking nuts why would you ever do that in a scene award show yeah fuck coordination double pedals and much more heads that they have to use fuck all that it doesn't matter what was i even thinking we should just move on yeah what's wrong with you and I think it's funny is we are really racing through this because I think <laughs> we hate this. Yeah, we had so much venom the first time you could have called us a Spider-Man comic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best bassist goes to Fieldy of Corn. And yes, this is the same one that got replaced by a 12-year-old for a whole tour. <laughs> what would have been great is if he had accepted the award and just handed it off to the 12-year-old and been like, these rubes have no idea what they're talking about. Here's your award. Oh, shit, rubes. You said rubes. <laughs> I, I forgot that word already from last time. I love the word rubes. Fucking rubes. 
All the APMAs are a bunch of rubes. Just a bunch of rubes. Best hard rock artist. And the winner is The Pretty Reckless. I didn't even like the sound of the fucking name of the Scully when you were announcing it. Best hard rock artist. I will, what is the definition of hard rock to AP? I think for them, it means radio rock. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Because the only band there that's not played on the radio is Highly Suspect. <laughs> that's it. Every single other one of them. And I thought Bullet for My Valentine. I thought they were metalcore slash like modern metalcore or whatever. Yeah, I call them metalcore. Especially with their new single. Well, you must be wrong. AP knows all. Oh, yeah, for sure. And whatever. The Pretty Reckless are pretty okay. Yeah, whatever. You get it? You see pretty and pretty. (laughs) Yes, I got it. I could write for the APMAs. Hey! (laughs) Best New Artist Music Video. With confidence, Voldemort. Can't say that name. Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Ah! The lightning bolt on my forehead started to hurt. (laughs) Good band, stupid ass award. Next. Well, that's because now we get best music video, which is so much different, apparently. And the winner is State Champs Losing Myself. Oh, my gosh. And I think this is what we said exactly last time as well. Why would you not nominate someone like Ice Nine Kills? You know, someone that puts storylines into their music videos and, like, has actual things going on. Why would you not do that? Yeah, they have fucking choreography. They have fucking directors. They have, you know, scenery. They have all this shit. But, no, just fucking give nah. it to the fucking pop band. <laughs> it's so damn popular. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. So frustrating. And I like State Champs, by the way. Me like, too. Seriously, it, it's stupid that they get this award. No, it is. I mean, even the Memphis Mayfire song that had Jacoby Shaddix and Papa Roach, like that had a story in it and was actually interesting to watch. Why doesn't that win? (laughs) Fucking AP, man. All right, buddy. Here is our favorite award, Best Underground Band. And the winner is motherfucking Silent Planet. Hell yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. And guess what? Now I love AP all of a sudden. Just for a second. No, Wait I don't. Announce the next I one. absolutely don't because I think it's still dumb. <laughs> like, I want Silent Planet to get something out of this award. Like, I wish there was money. I wish there was publicity. Whatever comes out of it for them, I hope it's awesome because, of course, they deserve most of these awards, if not all of them. Like, you could just yeah. give Silent Planet almost all these awards anyways, and I would be completely <laughs> happy with that. What does best underground band mean? The only thing I can think it means is bands that AP did not push. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it, I guess. Bands they think need recognition, even though fucking APMA won't AP won't do shit to help these you know smaller bands. They're the one to give them the fucking publicity. Like they're the ones that would give them the press. Like right now, the only band you could say on that list. That is getting a push now, and that was after all the voting took place, is Broadside. Yeah, they're too busy giving MGK another fucking magazine cover. He deserves it, man. Yeah, give him his fifth fucking one. <laughs> but anyways, congrats to Silent Planet for the fake award. I even said it to them. I was like, hey guys, you know, I don't like AP, but congrats on the award because you deserve it. They deserve actually much, much more. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad they got to step up on stage and people see their beautiful faces. And the story going around everywhere is that Garrett was in the bathroom. <laughs> when the announcement went out. And that is so perfect, Garrett Russell. It's so yeah. perfect. Good for him. Man. It really is. That's awesome. Look, what's great about them, and you know, we mentioned it when I talked about Warp Tour. You're going to talk about it when you go to Warp Tour as well. This was the big time Silent Planet coming out party. Like they are one of the number one bands for everyone to see at Warp Tour. So for them to win this stupid nothing award and then also be awesome at Warp Tour is just going to push them forward that more people know them and more people will be really, really waiting for the new music as well. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I agree. Now, best breakthrough band. So I don't know why that's different from underground band to breakthrough band. But the winner is <laughs> Water Parks. Breakthrough band Water Parks. What? Ian, no. Instead of Ice Nine Kills and Creeper. Ah, that's fucking disgusting. But also, I love that Ice Nine Kills has been around for like over 10 years. And they're in the best breakthrough band category. That's stupid. They're, they're not a breakthrough band. They're just, they've always been a kick-ass band. That's what I would think, too. Now, I know why they're not giving the award to Mooseblood. Even though we enjoy Mooseblood, we know why that's yeah. not happening, obviously. But we knew that Water Parks was being pushed to the moon by fucking AP anyways. Like, we called this a long fucking time ago. And that album is fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that shit was awful. Double Dare or whatever. Bubblegum <laughs> shit. Double bubble, double day, or whatever the fuck. This oh, that's pretty called. good, man. Yay. What's also funny about this is the Emo Night Brooklyn that I've already said I don't go to anymore because I went there once or twice and it was just like, why would I do this? It turns out that the one coming up on Friday here in Boston has water parks as the guest DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so I certainly will not be going to that. Oh, what? You're going to miss out on the fucking breakthrough band of the year? I wouldn't say I'd be missing it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Most dedicated fan base is your favorite. Come on, Jackson. Say it. 21 Ps. Oh, no. Is that really how you guys like abbreviate that? Fuck off. <laughs> 21 Pilots. Yeah, because why would it be motionless and white, you know? Or even sleeping with sirens. Those roofs fucking follow them <laughs> everywhere. That's, uh, dude, I'll tell you what. Anything you fucking put 21 pilots in, they'll probably win. If we're going by AP rules. Except for those final categories. Oh, yeah, you're right. Forgot about that. But hey, they got their award, right? Yeah, and fucking last year they won them all, that's for sure. So when do you get the trophy to hold in your own apartment? I already have it. Oh, that's where you know what a scully is. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm literally looking at it right now. You have enough lube? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you took it there. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa. I didn't put it there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Next up, song of the year, Andy Black, We Don't Have to Dance. Mm, that's a catchy song. Well, look, you knew they were going to throw Andy Beersack a bone. Like, he wasn't going to host the show and do a duet and not win anything. Yeah. They have a thing where they have to give the host at least one to multiple awards. Yep. Yep. 
So I don't know if anyone could hear that when Jax and I were talking, but I have three Alexas in my apartment now, one for every room. And I guess now they just pick up on random fucking shit I say. I swear, this is how Skynet gets started. <laughs> I think my internet demon transferred over to your Alexas. No, I can still hear it. But by the way, <laughs> what I like about Alexa is you can say, hey, Alexa, shut the fuck up. And she does. <laughs> when I heard you scream that, I fucking lost it. <laughs> well, what's funny is I could never date a girl named Alexa. <laughs> Alexa is that you and then they all just start fucking singing songs and shit yeah I seriously always worry a little bit that my neighbors are going to think that I'm doing some like domestic abuse or something because sometimes (laughs) Alexa doesn't shut the fuck up and I have to yell at her Alexa shut the fuck up I like throw something he better not be talking to his daughter Yeah, daughter or girlfriend or whatever. Like, it just, yeah, I do worry about that a little bit. I wish they could have you name her something else. Like, I know you can say Amazon, but that's not cool. Like, you want to call it, like, an actual name. They still don't let you call it. You should be able to record whatever name you want and then go from there. But that's a side thing. Look, I can work for Amazon. You guys come hire me. That's fine. Yeah. Best live band. We've got winner falling in reverse. I'm okay with it. I I enjoyed seeing live. So I'm not against it. Yeah, man. As long as issues didn't get it, I was fine with it. Oh, dude, if issues fucking got it, I would have puked in my mouth. <laughs> and I love issues, but shit, dude, their live performance is, is shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, their live performance is as shitty as your Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. Yeah, got them. That's pretty bad, too. We're down to the last two. We've got Artist of the Year, Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, wait. So, he released that album last year, right? I thought that was 2015. 2015? I thought it was. I thought it was too, but I think it's actually 2016. But even then, still, Artist of the Year, really? But yeah. let's not forget that he's been on like five different covers of AP since then. Plus, they even dedicated an entire fucking magazine to him the one time. It's not like he died or anything. Like It's not like <laughs> he stopped making music like with MCR and they were celebrating the entire career of MCR. No. They just talk about how he had to move away from his house because too many people liked him too much and sent him shit. <laughs> so let's do a whole fucking... <laughs> magazine on him <laughs> a whole ap that can be used so much more because it has such a high following but no 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 the already famous panic disco that everyone has been listening to in their fucking teen years Let, let's 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 get the whole fucking magazine no no no, no. That. let's give them artists of the year take it all fucking here my gosh and by the way I like Panic at the Disco. It's just fucking ridiculous. Everyone likes Panic at the Disco, but that doesn't mean that Brandon Urie has to be talked about every single fucking second of the day. Exactly. Like, you knew he was going to win something because he's always going to win something. But Artist of the Year, like, they didn't even nominate enough good people for Artist of the Year, but still, he shouldn't have won over them. And I say he because the band is him. It's just Brandon Urie. So why are they even calling it Panic at the Disco anymore? Yeah, it's whatever, man. Dude, your Wi-Fi is so fucking shitty. This is why we, this is why we had to redo this whole bit 
from last week. It's cutting out now? All the time, the whole time since you've been back on. Wow. That's fucking incredible. I don't know what's going on, man. <sighs> Once again, I just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I guess it just can't last long. That's the only thing I can think of because it started off good, except for that one time that it cut out. But at least I wasn't cutting out during it. That's what she said. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she got out of everything I just yes, said. Yes, that whole like five <laughs> sentences worth would all work for a girl that was trying to hook up with you. It just works perfectly. <laughs> I'm glad you found humor in it. I have to because this is like driving me nuts. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with your Wi-Fi. Dude, it, it's it's really fucking stupid. And it's not even just for podcast stuff. It's literally for everything. I can barely watch a YouTube video anymore. Yeah, I knew it wasn't this because I just had a actually really good sounding interview, like another good sounding interview from someone on the phone in their car. And <laughs> it sounded much better than this. Yeah, it's I dude, it's it's really it's really frustrating. Like for literally anything. Our days are just us shutting on and off the Wi Fi. Podcasts or not. That's what we do all day. Fuck man. You gotta get that fixed. Or those applications yep. will be real. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's finish this fucking shit off. We've got yep. album of the year. The winner is Pierce the Veil Misadventures. Something done right. I agreed with two awards for this entire fucking show. And Silent Planet should have been nominated for Album of the Year for Everything with Sound, and they weren't. But at least Pierce the Veil won because that's also a masterpiece. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, they did nominate Architects, which I agree with. The other nominations I, of course, do not agree with. They don't even, they're not even worth naming. Hey, but... fuck that shit. You can find me in the mosh pit. <laughs> oh man! Dude, I didn't even play gross. the sound. I didn't even play the sound. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> yeah, Beartooth Aggressive is a great album, but it didn't expand on the previous album no. that much. You know what I mean? So I understand why that didn't get album of the year. Every time I die, Low Teens is a fucking great album. I'm just assuming that they're not going to win the popularity contest that is the APMAs. Yeah, and this was the, also the, one of the only nomination lists that I was okay with, somewhat. I don't think I Prevail should be anywhere near there. I don't think Water Park should be anywhere near there. Tonight Alive, are you fucking kidding me? Annie yeah. Black shouldn't be anywhere near there. Attila shouldn't, even as much as I have fun listening to that album, that shouldn't be anywhere near there. Moose Blood, I like it, but not enough for Album of the Year. Like we talked about all the albums that should have been album of the year nominations because they were really like hugely talented and were giving us something different or were the best in their genres of what we were covering. So right. we could have made that list much better, but at least, and for me, Pierce Avail would have been on that list and I'm glad that they won this. Yeah, me too. So yeah, man, that is the biggest night in the scene. The APMAs are over for this year. And look, we can only wait with bated breath for next year. Oh, man. I'm so excited for next so year. So excited. Have no idea. I'm so excited. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about doing this for other people of just making a list of references that I joke around about. 
And that way people could be like, oh, Ian hates music. Here's all the things that he jokes around about. Let me familiarize myself with them. And then I will also get the jokes. And it'll be like inside jokes. You don't get what I do. When I do the I'm so excited thing, do you know what that's from? It's from a song. It's from a song. But no, why would I just all of a sudden start singing song lyrics? No, it's from Say by the Bell when Jesse Spano has way too much caffeine pills. The speed stuff that she's taking so that she can study and be in the singing group. And they're singing, I'm so excited. And she just goes crazy and has a breakdown and starts yelling, I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so, I need help. How do you not know that? Yeah, I don't. All right, I'll make a list. I'll make a list and you can watch all these and enjoy yourself and laugh. Yes, sir. We are all done with the APMAs. Let's move on to our favorite part of the show. Let's get to reviews. <laughs> I don't know. I think this week's going to be a little strange, right, Jackson? I completely agree. So let's just get started because I am really worried that your Wi-Fi is going to go out at some point and we just need to go through these. Yeah, right now the health bar is at 100. You know, we're starting fresh, but, you know, it, it depletes pretty quickly. So let's do this thing. So first up, we have In This Moment, Ritual on Atlantic Records. Basically, if anyone doesn't know them, they are radio rock with an industrial tinge, maybe a little dance tinge in there as well. This is their sixth studio album, though. Number six. Can you believe that, Jackson? Man, crazy. (laughs) Love the enthusiasm. (laughs) I'm glad you caught that. I lost track of them a while back, probably around... A Star-Crossed Wasteland that came out in 2010. But I always did like them. Just never kind of went back to them. I thought this was interesting. I don't think it was amazing. I think it was interesting. I think there were a few choice tracks. They did a cover of In the Air Tonight. They also did an original song that had a guest vocal spot by Rob Halford. Where they changed the chorus of White Wedding to Black Wedding. But it wasn't a cover song. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I can take this or leave it. I think there's still talent there. I like Maria's vocals. I always have. But there's not a whole lot there to bring me back. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I I was really interested with this album. Like, I thought it was, you know, a good listen. Um, nothing that made me, like, absolutely love it or want to hear it over and over again. I think the best thing about this album is just Maria's voice. And I think that's the case for... You know, really all the albums, it's just she has a really unique voice that, it, you know, sometimes it could get addicting to want to listen to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, based on just sounds, you know, based on just the songs, it was okay, I'd have to say. And I did like the In the Air Tonight cover, by the way. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's definitely not the best In the Air Tonight cover. That one still goes to Nonpoint, if anyone hasn't heard that before. Yep. Yeah, Nonpoint definitely has the best version, but this one was a dark and gloomy one. What I will also say for this, though, is the only reason why I'm giving this album probably all the credit that I am is that I fucking love that song, Roots. 
Oh, okay. I love it. I consider it right now a top 10 single for 2017. Damn. Yeah, I'll never stop listening to that song. Well, shit, I need to hear it again then. I didn't, fuck, it didn't catch my eye. <laughs> well, I was going to break our made-up rules, and normally when we play a little bit of a track, you know, when we do the album reviews, we don't do one that we've already played on the show, but I love the track so much, I think the track we should play for this is Roots. Break the rule, man. Let's do it. Once again, that's In This Moment, Ritual on Atlantic Records. And next up, we got Shattered Sun releasing their new album, The Evolution of Anger off Victory Records. Ian, tell me your thoughts on this album. (laughs) Let me have it. So this is a metal slash metalcore album. This is their second full-length album. I think it's technically solid. I think there are some fun tracks in here. I think it's definitely more on the heavier side of metalcore, I would say for sure. Mm-hmm. I think there are less clean vocals compared to the unclean vocals. And I enjoyed my trip through it. I just don't know if I'm going to be going back a lot for this. Yeah, that's how it is again with me here. And I hate to sound repetitive, but this was another album that I enjoyed. But I still just don't see anything that's reaching out to me that makes me want to hear this over and over again but you know there were i did enjoy this album a little more than the one we just talked about within this moment i thought it was more fun i really liked the vocal style because it's like he kind of screams in like a metal type way Mm -hmm. but he still makes this metal core right and i think that's not like something we always get so it was interesting and i you know i i enjoyed it but you know I, i i don't know what it was i wanted to hear even more anger from like that voice and like more like lower type voices but you know i'm sure this is something that they'll get better with time maybe if they change their sound again who knows what happens but it was still a good album that i think people should hear well it's the evolution of anger so Uh we still gotta keep on going you know what's the next step (laughs) who knows let's keep on the who knows train who knows who knows (laughs) well do you have a favorite track you'd like me to try out I like uh, Like Gasoline. I thought that was a good track. All right. Like Gasoline.
There really is some good stuff there. Yeah, I agree. So once again, that's Shattered Sun, The Evolution of Anger on Victory Records. Next up, we've got Vanish with their EP From Sheep to Wolves on Outer Loop Records. This is a post-hardcore band. I believe that this might be their debut EP, if I'm not mistaken. And I very much enjoyed this EP, man. What did you think? Oh, I loved it. This, you know, spoiler alert, this is my favorite release <laughs> of the week. So yeah, you don't have to wait till the end to find out which is my favorite. But uh, yeah, this was a really fun listen. I really like how it kind of feels like old school metalcore, but at the same time, it sounds refreshing. And I think that was what I enjoyed the most about it. Like it kind of made you feel happy listening to it. And I just, I, I just fucking loved it. Yeah, I liked it too. I would say more on the post-hardcore side, but it's that post-hardcore that utilizes the kind of metalcore uncleans, if that makes sense. Right. And they definitely, once again, this is a vocalist with a pretty high range. I think they would definitely, you know, get some comparisons to a Sleeping With Sirens, but like a heavier Sleeping With Sirens. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I went through it a bunch of times. I think people should definitely check this out. And it's one of those bands where it's an EP, so I want more because it's so good. Yeah, same here. Any track to recommend? I recommend Storm Along Harbor. That was my favorite track. All right. Let's add some Pierce the Veil in there, too. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> so once again, that's Vanish with the EP From Sheep to Wolves on Outer Loop Records. And next up, we got To Speak of Wolves with their new album, Dead in the Shadow. This is off Solid State Records. That's a new, this is their third album, I believe. And man, uh, I thought this was good, but I'm going to let you take this away. <laughs> Yeah, this is a pretty much straight-up metalcore band. This is their first full-length album in five years. They had a lot of band member changes. They went through a bunch of stuff. They went back to Solid State Records. I was looking forward to this, and I did like the album. It's pretty gloomy in the atmosphere. I enjoyed that. I'm a fan of the mix of vocals here as well between clean and unclean. The only problem I have is things definitely bleed together. I don't know if you'd be able to really tell me the difference between one track to the other as the album continues to go on. Yeah, that was my problem. Everything blended after a while. And this is 11 tracks. And after like, I'd say four or five, you kind of start to just like, it all just seems to really just blend and melt together. And it, it kind of gets a little grueling because mm -hmm. it's got like the same atmosphere throughout the whole thing. And yes, I don't think that true. helps it. Like, cause like, even though it, it's a fun atmosphere, like you, you know, you like it when you first hear it, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, this is different. But when you hear it for the whole thing, it kind of just blends. 
Yeah, very much so. And it's really that old school metalcore that they were going mm-hmm. for here. And I think they pull that off. Like if you miss the throwback days, you know, of really like, hey, there's a little bit of electronics in here, but really not that much. Let's just hit them hard. Let's hit them with the same thing over and over again. That is what this album is. So it's kind of like a return to form kind of thing. But it just, yeah, it just kind of wears on you after a little bit. And it's good for a listen, but continuing on and continuing on just seems like it would be pretty difficult. Yeah, that's how I felt. You got a track recommendation for this? I recommend Enemies to Everyone. That was the most fun track to me. Sounds good. Once again, that's To Speak of Wolves, Dead in the Shadow, on Solid State Records. Next we have Dead, D-E-D, with Misanthrope, and this is an independent release. This is a new metal band, and this has David and Kyle from Greeley Estates in it. It's definitely old school new metal. And yeah, I think for this one, because I don't think we've done a new metal band like this in a little while... Some tracks definitely hit me, and some were misses. Jackson, what do you think? That's exactly how I felt. This was really hit or miss. Because when I first started this thing, like after hearing Anti-Everything and Dead to Me, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can really get into this. This is actually really good. And then I kept going, and I just kept hearing these parts that I fucking like loved. Right. And I think that's how it is with New Metal. You either love it, or it just like completely just in here out the other and I think that was one thing that this album suffered a lot. But there was things that I loved about it. And that's more than I can say for a lot of other albums that we've reviewed <laughs> in the past couple of weeks. So, like, I like half of this album, I'd say. And then I love, like, 20% of it or 30%. Yeah, I think the, you know, the adventure of this album is finding those parts that you actually really enjoy. Like, that first track, The Architect, I really didn't like. Like, that is a track, I feel, that they made specifically for live performances. I mean, the chorus is, when I say go, go psycho. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's a complete live version track. But as you go into the album, you start hearing things that you like that maybe you remember, not nostalgia-wise, but you kind of, you understand what they're trying to make different from what worked in the past, I guess, is probably the best way to say. And there's stuff that I really liked. I like that it's very brutal, too. I like hearing, fuck me and fuck you, too. I like hearing, you know, you're going to die. <laughs> and I, Yeah, you're going to die, I'm going to die. You know, all that stuff I'm completely fine with. I don't mind hearing that in my lyrics. You hear a lot of influences like Korn, Slipknot, Primer 55, all the old school new metal bands. But they put a little twist on it. So it sounds newer than just being like, oh, they ripped off a bunch of people. Yeah, it's still refreshing. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah. 
So yeah, I Usually think I would just shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those ones where like I know they have talent. Like I think the vocals are really great. Like I think the vocalist is able to hit a lot of different things, which is really interesting for a new metal band. Obviously, I think the instrumentation is done well for a new metal band because I know all these guys are very good at what they do. So it's very interesting to see them come out of nowhere almost. And I don't know how they would be more of a radio rock band because I don't know how they get any of their tracks on the radio. Oh, no, they can't. They they can't put those on there (laughs) for sure. I absolutely wouldn't think so. But I think the funny part about this is this is like one of those... It's. <laughs> I thought about it. A terrible. It it's a terrible old joke. It's like you would call this like a moped, almost, oh, because okay. it's fun to listen to, but you wouldn't want your friends to hear you listening. <laughs> I've never heard that. Well, it's used <laughs> unfortunately. It. Yeah, it's used unfortunately to uh, objectify women in that other context. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very I... you know shitty thing to say to someone, but. In this context, it kind of makes sense because, like, if I was listening to this album with a girl, I'd be a little bit embarrassed. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd be sort of embarrassed that I like a song where the chorus is, you know, fuck me and fuck you too. Yeah. You know, but that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah, even though there's no screams, you still don't play it in the car with your parents. No, I would, I would absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, look, I like that kind of awkwardness. So I would love to tell someone like, hey, your parents would really enjoy this. And then, you know, that happens and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you totally ruined that family vacation. <laughs> that would be great to me. But there are things that I definitely enjoy in this. And I wouldn't mind seeing this band live. I bet you they're fucking a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, I hope they do well. I'm definitely this is one of those bands where from hearing this first full length, I know that they have the ability to continue going strong. So I'm looking forward to what they have next time as well. I agree, man. So I would say, you know, we might as well play what I've been talking about. Let's do FMFY. Let's do it. Yourself is so important, you're sick. Stitch up the open wound, you're bleeding out real soon. Something's in the wind, it's apocalypse. Cleansing the mother of her, that surgeon never occurred. Monkey see and monkey do, monkey does the same as you. So fuck me and fuck you too. The world should start over now. Bring out the guillotine. It's a good thing we're not safe for work here. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so once again, that's dead, spelled D-E-D, misanthrope, and it's an independent release. And last thing we're talking about today is Shatterproof's new EP, and this is off Revival Records Recordings. This is their first project released, I think, Ian. Am I correct? You are correct. Very nice, very nice. I love being correct. Uh, <laughs> so rare. So yeah. No, I see. I knew that was coming. That's why I kind of stayed quiet. For it. I was like, uh, waiting. That's exactly what the audience is wondering. Why didn't he stay quiet? Oh, okay. You know what? Just do your review on the fucking EP. <laughs> Damn. Damn. 
No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I liked it. I actually, no, yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was fun. I thought it was different. And yeah, it's just a really good EP. Yeah, man. I agree. It's hard to pinpoint this band in a specific genre. But if I had to, I'd say rock alternative with tinges of post-hardcore. Yeah. But I really enjoyed my time listening to this. And I listened to it over and over again for a while, actually. It's catchy. There's a, there's some of that. And it, it's funny to have a band that has that first EP out. It seems like there's a lot of attitude in it. Like they reminded me a little bit of early Envy on the Coast. Just kind of the way they were spinning some things around. Like it sounded that way to me. But obviously a little bit heavier. But I really, really enjoyed it. It's too bad it's just an EP because it's very quick. So you go through it obviously very quickly and you want more. So I guess that is the point is, hey, here's an EP that's good. Now it's going to make people want to come back. So this definitely did that. And obviously, once again, this is Revival Recordings. So, you know, they're taking a chance on a band that sounds unique and different, but then also still has that whole catchiness, that attitude, and that thing that kind of screams revival. Yeah, for sure. And and I think the whole time thing is my only complaint with it, too, because it's five songs, and yet it's 20 minutes on the dot of music. And that's, you know, not a lot, but you still have a good listen here. Oh, absolutely. For sure. And they switch it up, too. The songs definitely do not sound the same. I think this would once again be a great band to see live as well. So yeah, I think this was a very good intro for the band. Kind of put their foot forward and say, hey, we're here. Let's see what they've got next. Let's hope they come around You know where you can go see them live or something as well. So how about we take a listen to Karma? We'll bring the karma back to you myself. You want something done? You better do it yourself. You don't deserve a man to trust you. Giving you is everything. How desire to cut yourself from my heart you broke. I hope you bleed out so you can feel me deep inside. I just wanted to be yours. Wanted to be mine and every other guy's Well, baby, that's not mine Every other guy's Well, baby, that's not mine Mine So once again, that's the self-titled from Shatterproof. It is an EP and it's off Revival Recordings. There we go, Jackson. We made it through without your computer shitting the bed. Yay! We did it! Hooray! And now, for upcoming albums of next week, once again, the card is always subject to change. Obviously, we did not review all the albums that we had talked about last week, this week, so we probably will do the same thing for next week, because some of them, we just really don't have anything good to say. Yeah, and... That sucks, too, because I wish we could get a bunch of fucking awesome albums, but oh well. I agree. Well, this coming week, we have Make Them Suffer, Spite, Ocean's 8 Alaska, Less Art, A Summer High, and Canadian Softball. I guarantee you Canadian Softball kicks this shit out of the park. 
<laughs> Shouldn't you have said hits it out of the park? Dude, I didn't even realize. Oh, I you're said such a fucking, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that I could have said something else with that there. <laughs> like literally it would have been a softball. Oh, okay. See, I'm just full of them, so you know. Yeah, full of shit. There you go. Hey. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I, I pitched that <laughs> softball for you. All right, guys. We are done with album reviews for today. That means it's time for a breakdown from the past. Jackson, this show seems to last forever, but I know everyone out there is enjoying it. So let's continue that enjoyment with another wonderful rendition a breakdown from the past. I know you've been looking forward to sharing your breakdown from the past with everyone. You've been on a roll. I would say, what is it, like three or four that I've never heard of before that weren't redos from previous shows? I think you're doing great. I'm finally starting to trust you. So how about you tell me what your breakdown from the past is? Bro, I got you. I, I still have a list. I haven't ran out of bands. Did that you check I it twice? I checked it twice. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to continue down my list. And Ian, my band today is Amaretta. Have you heard of Amaretta? You ever heard of that band? Oh, are we back to the bit again? Yeah. The bit where you pick a band that has been on the show before? Oh, no, Ian, please. No. <laughs> you were going so strong. What happened? <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Why must you test me over and over and over again? I'm not trying to test you. It uh, feels like you are. Son of a bitch. And I like how you like don't even fucking tell me, like, Eat Jackson, we've already done that. No, you got to like <laughs> let it sit and simmer and fucking let it soak in that. No, Jackson, we fucking did that already. You, uh, you're a fucking piece of work. <laughs> oh, I'm the piece of work. I'm pretty yeah, sure I, I you, turn this sir. around on you. <laughs> you, sir, are the piece of work. <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> I just can't help but laugh. Stupid. I have to laugh now because it's so <laughs> ridiculous that you choose a band that has already been on the show once again. Well, I hope you're not the only one who gets a laugh out of this. At least laugh at my pain. I mean, normally I do. But now it's just becoming my pain. And that's that's where I draw the line, Jackson. That is where that's, I draw the line. Oh, I bet. It was just, you got my hopes up for the last few weeks. I was like, oh, he finally gets it. And then you come along with the band that I specifically told the story about how we were going to have them on the show, and then they broke up. Yeah, and what I hate is that you even hyped me up, too. Like, all right, Jack, you're on a roll, dude. Hell yeah. I was trying. I thought that would be like good luck, you know, be optimistic, you know, optimistic Ian. That's not a thing. No, it's definitely not. And now <laughs> you see why you crushed my spirit. Jackson, how many times today have you crushed my spirit? Oh, shit. I, I haven't even been keeping count, but I do know it's more than one. Yeah. I have literally no soul left. That's what I'm here for, man. It's just gone, man. That's what a co-host is for, I guess. Sucking exactly. the soul out of me. <laughs> Well, that just means your punishment is going to be even worse, and I have been working on a really, really great idea. So, I'm going to keep that under wraps for now, 
but just know that that's something you have to look forward to. I'm fucking livid. See, there would have been a good time to go, I'm so excited. (laughs) I then will go ahead and do my breakdown from the past, even though you have robbed all the haters out there of two breakdown from the past this week. So hopefully they will enjoy the one that I have chosen. We'll see. Oh, we shall. So my breakdown from the past is a band called Aliens Ate My Set List, or A-A-M-S. And they are a post-hardcore band from Germany, of all places. Normally we talk about modern metal or new metal or something like that coming from Germany. This is a post-hardcore band. They had two EPs, one in 2012 and one in 2014. They definitely add in some electric core from time to time for sure. But I like this band. And they had a really dumb name. And sometimes it's how you get attention. So it kind of worked. So we'll play the track, Welcome to War. So that truly was a breakdown from the past. Good choice, my friend. I dig it. Thank you, man. And just for everyone, you know, I don't think I said it before, but they had the EP Illusions in 2012 and With Fear and Trembling EP in 2014. So come on. I mean, they're not that much different than a lot of the bands that are out at this time, but it's worth giving a listen. And there are some choice spots that I think you'll find something you'll like from them anyways. So once again, that's Aliens Ate My Set List. All right, Jackson, that is the end of Breakdown from the Past. I severely severely hope that next week you do not let not only the haters out there down but also that you don't continue to let me down i was really edgy man i was speaking from what's left of my heart (laughs) that was even edgier you somehow (laughs) somehow did that oh i did it that is true i can't believe it but we are at the end of the show so let's wrap things up All right, Jackson, do that thing you do so well. Ladies and memes, thank you so much for listening to the show. What, Ian? Why are you giving me that nod? Uh, It's not a nod. It's a shaking, a vigorous (laughs) shaking of the head for how stupid that was. You love it. No. (laughs) Anyways, 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. We very, 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 very much appreciate it. Please, when you're done listening to this, if you can, if you have some spare time, leave a like on our Facebook. Give us some retweets and favorites on Twitter. We love that stuff. If you can, review us on iTunes. I mean, we appreciate all that stuff. We read them out on the show, actually. So if you leave one, if it's good, we're going to read it out. So (laughs) you can get famous. No, we're just kidding. Uh, But yeah. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Ian, take it away. Thank you, everyone out there for listening. One thing we should probably do is work out some type of a donation system or something so that we can move Jackson away from wherever he lives to a civilized location that has some working Wi-Fi. (laughs) Yeah, I I would appreciate that. So I'd like to, once again, thank everyone for listening. And you may have noticed from this episode that we did not mention the passing of Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park. We didn't want to just make this into a news story and just go over it in news. So we made a separate episode that deals with everything surrounding Chester, suicide, depression, freedom of speech, everything that went along with everything that's been going on for the last, for the last week or so. And it's a serious conversation. You know, Jackson and I go back and forth and we talk everything, you know, an actual open conversation, which I think is very important. So check that out if you want. If it's too raw and you don't want to, that's fine. I personally think that people should listen to it because I think you should hear all perspectives of an issue and not just your own. But that's just personal opinion. Yep, I agree. So that's definitely available. So I think that's the last announcement that I have right now. Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? I love everybody. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to You're the road.